welcome, welcome, Brain Candy Podcast, 729. We're here. We love you. So much. We love you a lot. I mean, that's for sure. We talk about it off the air, too. Absolutely, we do. Yeah. We got good people. are just the best. It's kind of like if you're a listener of the Brain Candy Podcast, that tells me everything I need to know about right. you. Yeah. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like when people would watch the challenge and they'd say, you're my favorite. I'm like, okay, I know everything I need to know about you. <laughs> Sarah. Right. Right? Yeah. Say no more. Say no more. Yeah. I know so what true. kind of person you are. You yes. root for the underdog. You probably are a kind, caring, generous person. Mm-hmm. If anybody is going to know a camp song or a good dad joke, it is you. Yeah, they love trivia. Yes, they love a fun fact. (laughs) See, we know our audience. The end. How are you? How's your injury? Uh oh, all my bruises for mountain biking. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm recovering. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will admit, I am one point five glasses of wine deep on this episode. So (laughs) really, one point five. I don't know. That was a small pour. It was. It was a small. It was a. Sarah and I had a big ketchup yes which was so yeah. fun like yeah. we had a lot to cover it's just mm-hmm. life you know yeah because that's the thing sometimes we can mistake brain candy episodes for like actual friendship right. convo because they feel similar correct and Susie's like my sister where i mean i don't know i don't have a sister but i imagine this is what sister where like i mentally make a list of all the things that i have to talk yeah. to her about and like i i even just got like this this uh workout dress that has like built-in shorts and i'm like oh i can't wait to show Susie how my dress has built-in shorts which is like what i feel like you just tell your sister that's like, so true you need to go and get this dress with built-in shorts like nobody on the podcast gives a shit about that but and also then, like get one like, of those dresses with uh, then as Susie does i'm like well, what is it good for? And why do people like these? She's like, it's great for travel. It's great for camping. It's just a convenient. Uh, you can dress it up, dress it down. Yeah. You situation. know, boring things that we shouldn't waste time talking about on the podcast. And yet. So here we are. Uh, you like, okay, so this one is coming out in mid-July. We're pre-recording because okay. Sarah's going on vacation. You will still be away at this time. I am currently. What do you think you're doing? Living right it now? up on Future the beach. Sarah. Future Sarah is uh, probably doing that move when you are walking in from the ocean to the beach or onto like the shore where you do that thing with your bottom bathing suit where you like release uh, release the sand and you kind of like do that move where you like bounce up and down a little bit or you like shake it out because you get all the sand down there yeah so i feel like i'll be probably doing that move as i like walk out onto the beach to then have the server bring me another pina colada or something like that Mm -hmm. a vacation drink oh yes i made a big think of go ahead sorry no 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 you well, I was going to say, you don't think of Croatia for their beaches, but... It's all there. It's, it's like thing. Mediterranean beach. Like, think... Oh, yeah, Mediterranean. Uh, uh, like, I, I do understand that Capri and all those places are on the opposite side of Italy. But imagine all of that kind of, like, vibe of, like, the Italian Mediterranean coast right. without the touristy, touristy shit. Right. With, like, Instagram hasn't secret. discovered it yet. Mm-hmm. I, I picked a... And yes, Eli, if you're listening, I picked Croatia. I picked this years ago because I heard somewhere that Croatia was like Italy 30 or 40 years ago. Huh. And I'm like, I want that. I want beaches. I want fresh fish. I want like locals or like European tourists who are hanging out there. Right. Yeah. And one of the things I was a big stickler on, I was like, we can have whatever vacation you want. We go whatever places you want. Here are the things that matter to me. I want uh, no more than four locations because I'm not about that thing where you have to like pack and move and do all. No, Absolutely I don't want to do that. I'm not going to be like no. schlepping. <laughs> right. No schlep. None. Right. No li- limited schlepping. Mm-hmm. Then I want at l- least two nights at an all inclusive adult only hotel. Oh, oh yeah. I can see why. Which gives me a full 24 hours. Like when you do two nights, it's like, yeah, you got to check it in three. So you don't really get that day. But it gives me one day 
of peace ass kissing like would you like luxury i i want to never pull out my credit card i don't even want to worry about it. it's already paid for it's already like i get i want i got the like upgraded booze package we're like yeah give me everything give me the top shelf stuff i'm gonna eat till i like can't even move Mm -hmm. i want that buffets as far as the eye can see you love a buffet more than anything so yeah. that's going to be my future. My... Sarah is happy. Oh my God. Good She's for you. So happy. Good for so. you. How are you? <laughs> Real good. Thanks for asking. You know how I record an interview every year with Lincoln. Do you know about this? Are you familiar? I, d- I, I don't remember this. I, well, the first one was on our Patreon just like for fun. And then I thought, what we? I should be you doing should this always. Do I knew that you wrote him emails, like during the I pandemic. I do do that. And stuff. I, I, like, I have I a journal, that, but yeah. I love that, mm-hmm. which is so special and so magical for a little link. Yeah, but now we do a yearly interview, and I always say, like, what do you have to say to future Lincoln? Like, he's going to be watching. That's the only person that's going to be right. watching these or listening <laughs> to these. So, what do you have to say to that guy? And he always like says some message and what did he say? At, well, like he wants a he asks a question usually, and it's like, what's going to happen? I forget what he said. Something about like he's curious about what happens in the future. Oh, you know, like what's it going to look like, type of thing. Those kind of thoughts are so appropriate for that age because it's like what drives curiosity and like wanting to like wanting to know what the future looks like yeah like what are you gonna be who and that's what adults ask kids like what it's always about the future because it makes you want to put energy into that like Mm -hmm. the the things shift at different times you know you get to that like you meet a new mom and she's not like, oh, what will the future, what will the future, she's like, I want to Very make more the of the present. Yeah. You're yeah. in the moment. So it's weird how that shit. Did your, and- like your idea of future Sarah, when you were a kid, like, you know, how mm-hmm. we all imagine like what you're going to be like, like, is that matching what is happening? Or did oh, you imagine yeah. like you were going to have a million kids? Or- no, I, I think it's pretty Pretty on the nose. Pretty on the nose. Really? I pr- I probably would have guessed that I would have a bunch of kids. Like I would have some kids. Yeah. But then when I think about about it, I can see it makes sense that I wouldn't right now. Like mm-hmm. I can also see that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Because everyone has that idea. I think girls especially. Yeah. Imagine. And one time Eli said, do you not want to have kids because you want to make sure that those kids are safe? Hmm. And I, yeah, you don't want to fuck it instantly up. Instantly burst into tears. And it's like <laughs> Eli walked yeah. right into that. Yeah. <laughs> Did yes. you think you were not gonna cry? Right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That, right. And it was like, yeah, that it it. Well, here's the know, secret. It's, like, it's impossible to not right. fuck up your kids. Fuck That's not it. a thing that can happen. Because being yeah. a person is really hard. Yeah. And it's like, I know what I can control about myself and like, I'm not going to hurt my child in you know, the obvious ways, but I can't control other people and what they would do. So that makes me very scared. That's the worst. Yeah. Fuck that. I really would love to. And I give it (laughs) the old college try. I do try to control people and boy, that fails miserably. I'll tell you what doesn't fail. And that is relief band. Which helps with nausea. Oh, uh, it's packed currently uh, on my trip. <laughs> yes, I already put it's that. It's also I on knew. the Croatian beach it somewhere. Is. It absolutely is because I knew we were going on a lot of boats. I knew we oh, were going to be traveling down windy really roads, and oh, I smart. knew that I was absolutely going to have a little tum tum at some time. So right, I charged it's inevitable. It up for, and I threw it in there because I said we're just bringing all of our like. You know, preventative well, it, care yeah it's in the pack with like the little mini travel first aid kit yeah there that's the thing and that's what this is perfect for because everyone gets sick sometimes they get seasick or they get car morning sick. sickness or hungover or car oh. sick this is life didn't even think about that yeah i mean let's face I was, it there's not gonna be we won't need it but maybe we will 
Well, yeah. If you're going to be on vacation and you're a drinker, you're probably going to have one or two nights. You think those pina coladas are just going to like... (laughs) Metabolize themselves? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We all have those moments. And so you can pack your relief band on your travel kit or just have in your like first aid kit at home. And then anytime you're feeling gross, this baby, you put it on like a bracelet Mm -hmm. and there you go. I don't know how it works. I don't care how it works. It does though. It works though. And as you know, with Adam's concussion, we've needed it more than we want to, but that's life. Uh, if you've always had, if you have a flashlight on hand for a blackout or a first aid kit on hand for emergencies, then you need a relief band for those unexpected nausea moments. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Brain Candy listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code CANDY, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. Go to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use promo code CANDY for 20% off plus free shipping. You know, it reminds me, it it seems like one of those things that like, you wouldn't think of maybe getting yourself, but I love doing like little gift baskets, like a a gift set for somebody of like, you know, a couple items that are like on theme. Right. I'm thinking of like. That's a great idea. You know, when you got me like the Garmin, like the, the. Yeah. Like if you're lost in the woods. Yes. Where I was never going to get that for myself, but like somebody gets that for you. We bring it everywhere. Well, right. That's the thing. Because it's like, yeah, good. Now I'm saying. Why not? So I'm thinking like that would be even a good thing. Like I think my brothers should have that in there. I'll make a little travel like. That's out, nice. Like, you know, pack. Yeah. That'd Sarah cool doesn't just give there. a gift. It's always like a bouquet of gifts. You yeah. Know I don't know I mean? why like, I like doing related. that. You know why? I give great. you a buffet of gifts. <laughs> it's the buffet. I want. I give you a lot of a little. That is so true. That is, it I give you, like that is making shit up, but it, it's actually am, true. That is, you have so accurately like like yes that she we've just hit the nail loves on the head. buffets. I love buffets, and I love a buffet for a present, and that That's is a so gift funny. basket. Yes, you you're right. Guilty That's as true. charged. Guilty as charged, but we love it. Yeah. Guilty of being great. Yeah. All right, this <laughs> topic. Um, okay, the documentary. Is called the American Gladiators documentary. I fucking loved American Gladiators. I knew it. Okay, Susie, you're going to say that I have a story for everything. (laughs) You're not going to believe this. One of the American Gladiators was a a teacher at the high school I went to. Come on. Well, okay. And she was also the female wrestling coach. I believe it was. What's her name? I I know know who it is. She's, I think she's black. look it up. She's, yeah, it's like Ice Storm or something or Ice. Her name. Yeah. What was her name? She was a a freaking high school coach, wrestling coach at Thousand Oaks High School. That's crazy. It's one degree of separation. There was only one black female. So she was very pretty. I'm pretty sure. It's it. I'm. It's ice something like or storm something, but I could be confused. But like, that I with feel ice. like both of those were I, right. I could have been so or too. were. Yeah. And okay. I this is great. Like, I need to watch this now. Well, okay. So this one I watched. I had to upgrade to my Hulu because it was um, it was a thirty for thirty, like an ESPN. Oh, we love thirty for thirty, which I do love, and so. I had to upgrade to ESPN Plus, but by the time this episode comes out, there will be a separate American Gladiators documentary on Netflix. Oh, available for everybody. And available okay. for anyone with Netflix. So do whatever. I haven't seen that one, so I can't speak to that. But this one, I almost want you just to watch this one because basically this one could have been called the American Gladiators documentary or the MTV challenge documentary because it is identical. Yeah. It is the story of, you know, kind of like the creators had this vision of like soap opera meets documentary. They tried to do that with like relationships between people (sighs) on there. Like I can remember like the, the American Personal dramas, yes, were yeah. like a. Um, they it almost felt like they were doing like a WWE. Like these are their personas. Yes, 
and but they're like real people and like yeah everyone like knows wwe is teacher, pretend history teachers yeah that's what they were right so it's like <laughs> every part of it for me was like relatable so i guess we have a very specific experience, so maybe everyone yeah. wouldn't love it, but <sighs> okay. Yeah. It starts with this one guy with big teeth. Oh, his name, his <laughs> code name was, code name. Yeah. His like persona was called Malibu. Okay. Yeah. And he... Is op- he, they, they, they started off with him opening the door and like letting them into his home. And you can tell like he doesn't think this part is going to be included because oh. he's like, hey, just try to keep it down because my roommate's still sleeping and he's like 55 or oh, something. Oh, no. <laughs> right? So you're, you already know what yes, you're in for. It's like, yeah. this when is somebody who's famous, but absolutely and you're like not a single famous. guy who has a room. It's like Ace from Real World oh. Paris. You know what I mean? Where it's like stunted. CD right now. Well, kind of. It's just like someone who never fully grew up because they didn't have to and because they probably got screwed by this show that they're on. Yeah. Okay. So that's how it begins. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what we're doing here. And he's like adorable. He's so handsome and he's very charming. But like you already know, his life is. That was her. Ice Ice Baby. Oh, she's white. She is white. I don't know why I thought Sarah, that. <laughs> Sarah gave the wrong race, but yep. her high school teacher was a white woman yes. named Dice. Yes. Not mine. She was not there. I, d- I did not know. She was not mine. Like, okay. I, yes. Gotcha. So I, was in, I was in the pool. She was in the gym. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So then what we see is... I think the point of the documentary was about like who's telling the story because there were two Mm -hmm. creators, but one is like the guy that like used to be an Elvis impersonator and he's like, Mr. Totally. I know Sarah. It's Buna and Murray. A documentary documentarian. And one of them is right. Low hanging fruit. Buna Murray had John Murray who actually made, documentaries and then Mary Ellis Bunham who made soap operas which you'd think you'd know who was whom right but Mary Ellis was actually the one who had heart correct and she's dead you think yes so we know what happened with that franchise because the one that survived is the guy who loves drama I I I hope you guys are watching the video version of this <laughs> we're like talking to each other with our eyes expressions <laughs> yeah. like there's so much being said <laughs> okay so one of the creators he was a um native american they call mm-hmm. him apache dan but his mm-hmm. name's dan carr and he worked in he was in a union and when they would have like their union picnic which I've been to these, like my dad was in local 85, uh, the amalgamated transit union. And these picnics are a hoot. They're just like beer drinking blue collar guys Mm -hmm. who love each other and they compete. And these games that they did at these union events became the like origin of American gladiators. Well, that's kind of cool. And Apache Dan was a, um, national arm wrestling champion. This okay, so this is a guy that I would like this to is talk like to. Novelty sports, <laughs> yeah. like, and like yeah. who doesn't love that? Right. But the his his uh, co-creator, I don't know his name because I don't like him. But he was an Elvis impersonator who then like wanted the spectacle. He was the guy who wanted it to be showmanship and like the outfits and I was the just going to say like the yeah. little wrestler, like teeny tiny little outfits. So eventually that guy bought the rights to the other guy's life story. What? Wait, you mean to tell me that some person can buy the right. rights to I your own how- life story? If you like write a book or like right. write something and then you buy oh. the rights to that book or something, then 
somebody gets that you're you, basically that can like happen. licensing out your story. And so in order for Apache Dan to even appear in that documentary, he had to get the permission. No. Yeah. No. That, okay. That's fucked up. Right. So he's that being silenced. Like, like colonization all over again. It really does. And I that mean, was, I think, the point is to okay. show like, yeah. I'm like this, this white guy kind of like controlling the narrative of everything else. Okay, whatever. Then let's talk about the injuries. Does this sound familiar to you? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, don't tell me it's a busted spleen. <laughs> no, that'd be a little too on the nose too on or the on nose, the spleen. If you don't know... <laughs> One of the contestants of the challenge lost his spleen in Uruguay, <laughs> which if you were to like list all the countries I'd like to get, cert, like have open surgery, like have a, a, a organ removed, Uruguay would not be high on the yeah, list. Yeah, I wouldn't pick it. Of course, be- America wouldn't be either, but that's for other reasons. You know, if you are going to have to deal with something like that, it mm-hmm. wouldn't hurt to take AG1. To maybe, you know, give you what you need in place of the nonsense. My daily <laughs> ritual. Sarah's obsessed. Go-to. I'm not. I, I love it too, but like I, I just see your devotion. I'm going to blame Eli for this obsession. She but didn't start it, but she's going to finish it. I, yeah. I'm, well, I'm never going to stop. Yeah. It make, it's so easy and it. it I love your expression, a rising tide floats all ships. Mm-hmm. And there is something about have like starting your day with yeah. AG1. I ha- I powder, you just put it in your glass, mix it up. You know, like I'm getting hydrated already. Like I'm drinking right. water, and which already not helps. known for drinking water, no, by the way. She has to that. set an alert. Correct. On her I phone. I would usually start my day with like, great coffee and like my brother said it's like oh yeah coffee you know until you're able to start drinking alcohol like <laughs> we need until other you libate. Yeah. yeah so i have now like i can really say that this is part of my daily routine where now <laughs> i will do it and then i'll put the little cup i feel like i'm really like winning some game imaginary of like game that nobody else signed up for when i mix eli's up for him and i put it out on the counter like with his little vitamins and i'm like here's your little thing to well, like i already adulting. did mine i'm yeah. i'm adult and hardcore and it feels right. so good it really does make other habits easier to follow when a lot of like the stuff that you're supposed to do every day is just hard yeah. and this is easy right this is supporting your whole body but you're like putting in minimal effort yeah. Pour it in, drink it in there that it gives you amazing skin. I'm sure they don't because like, I swear, you know, they try to like understate it. Right. I'm, they're just like saying like, oh yeah, drink this. But like, we know that that's the case. Nobody's skin gets better when they get old except Sarah's. Like what the heck? Because of AG1. Thank you very much. I'm just saying it. Anyway, it's just a great part of your routine. It's like when your plants have like really green leaves because you gave them like plant food. Right. So this I'm is like, human oh, look food. at how nice I look now that I'm giving myself good human food. It's just part of your daily routine. Get it all in there. The supplement helps yeah. your life. Then the uh, vitamin D supplement, put oh, it in my tea, just drink yeah. it. It doesn't it's taste like anything. It's just Nothing. like two drops. Just, like, yeah. If you're looking for simpler, effective investment for your health, try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D yeah. with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash brain candy. That's drinkag1.com slash brain candy. Check it out. And I know a lot of our listeners are like me and deal with ADHD. <laughs> and let me tell you, one of the things that people with ADHD have is often a vitamin D deficiency. And they need all the supplements. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know vitamin that. Vitamin D and iron are hard to get. I don't know oh, why. Man. So okay. we have to like focus on that. Well, probably And so. uh, yeah, there you go. So, okay. The injuries. I mean, it's inherent if you're doing oh. like physical, like, and I will say looking at the stuff they did in that gym or whatever it was, it, there's some of the things were so cool yeah. to watch. Like I never remembered this, but they had like a track that was on the ceiling that they like 
went like this and like scooted around the roof. Yeah. There's Upside a lot down. of hanging, a lot of like, um, Upside downy, like swinging whatever. From, swinging from one ring to the next and I mean, simultaneously awesome. getting hit by like somebody else like firing Nerf balls at you or whatever. I mean, it's cool stuff. It is so cool. And do you remember the, 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 sp- like the kids version that was on Nickelodeon where they had the aggro crag? What was that called? I think that was after my time. I think that was 90s kids because I. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was. But it but was it's totally based on it was yeah. like American Gladiators for kids for kids Junior. and yeah and you raced up a mountain at the end just like you know well a lot of this stuff they wanted to look really cool and we know from the challenge when you want yeah, something we... to look cool you're probably going to sacrifice safety oh and yeah. there's just liabilities inherent in any kind of huge physical adrenaline sport. But one of the the ones that was really heartbreaking was on the ground, the mat was like this special air thing, like okay, a like pat. a like trampoline, like a like bounce house kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Like, where it's like and that, that they hard had this plastic that that. But yeah, a like bit a mat, when but you, then yeah, with tons of air in it, and yeah. they had this special pump. That filled it up, and that yeah. protected the impact when they would fall from yeah. these it's heights a bounce and house. stuff. It's, it's a, a bounce house. house. Yes, yeah, I get that. And the pump broke that <gasps> filled it up. So, but they had to use it, and so they used um, instead of the pump, they used leaf blowers to fill it up. But it was not effective. It would, and it wasn't done properly. So when somebody fell then their back basically hit the floor and then he they showed him he has to use a walker <gasps> and he's like completely immobilized and oh, God. that's just like too bad is, if this were this is the part about like these game shows and reality shows that make me so angry i mean not the part a lot of things do but one of the things i'd like to highlight mhm Workplace safety is a huge thing in every other industry. Mm. You go into the garment industry. You go into any construction site. There's 5,000 million signs that are like, wear this helmet, wear that. Like, safety is of the, like, utmost importance because they know that our job is to make sure that the people here are safe. That's not their job. That's our job. When you go on a game show or reality show, you you approach it with the same kind of... uh, you know, attitude, it's going to be, this is their job. And then somehow they flip it on you and they make safety your job. Well, and I think like in theory, they want it to be safe. Nobody wants people to die or anything, but that the number one concern is, um, profitability. Yeah. And getting it on the air, filming it. And then the number two thing is just entertain, like making something look cool. Right. And then number three, I think is, not having people die. That is not the order things should be done in. Right. And not the, die the should pe- go first. And then the last Just thing saying. I'll say is that the people on the show were, I think they said they made 20000 a year, $25,000 <gasps> a year. Well, yeah. I, that's why she had to be a high school teacher too. And, and wrestling coach. She thought teaching was like a millionaire type of job because yeah. of probably what she experienced. Yeah, I'm sure. And they were still living in poverty, these people. I can't. And that the guy, the the guy that I mentioned that's in the showmanship, he isn't even sorry, like sort of like we see with the challenge where they're, they think you should be glad you were a part of this cool thing. I think the same thing about like MMA and UFC and how they treat like the people who like there's a real like disdain for the participants and a feeling yeah. of like why aren't you more grateful football players who want to say anything about CTE or anything about helmets and how dare and, you how dare right right and boxing all like that whole it's come on but like those guys end up a lot of them yes end up being pretty well off MMA guys mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a lot of football uh, players 
Not I, all of them. I, I bet it's a smaller percentage of, like, I would say more are exploited and, 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 like, well, name you, how many like um, challengers players, do you know that are millionaires, though? Oh, zero, right. Right? Well, not zero, well, but almost okay, zero. Couple. Yeah, right. And, yeah, right. it's still a small percentage, yeah. but way more. There's a way yeah. greater likelihood. Because you can get endorsements, you can make appearances. Yes, totally. Whereas this American Gladiator shit, they were... They didn't make a one red cent off of merchandising that their That's name fu- was on. Yeah, and I remember them being on Wheaties. Right. They, they had toys, like they little had, figures, yes. zero dollars. Oh my God. Not even like a small percentage, zero. It's not okay. Because it was the same as a challenge. <sighs> yeah. Okay, quit then. You're going right. to be replaced with... And you know who else they do this to? American Ninja Warriors. Exactly. They treat the, the... And then they do things like, oh, we'll, f- but we'll fly you first class out there. But then they like don't pay them jack shit. And then like you got to train all season for that. They're, they're not taking care of those guys. None of them. It makes me so mad. It's a sad story. I will watch the Netflix one too. But yeah. like I've seen all I need to see in terms of like it's a sad story. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moving on. I recommend it though, es- especially yeah. the one that I saw on Hulu or ESPN Plus. I guess it is. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Did we talk about how I saw the Duggar documentary? Oh, what did you think? I think you did say... think a little, maybe a little bit. It was disturbing, yeah. Wow. Yeah, everybody should watch that. Yeah, I feel like everyone did. It was really good. And right. I think people but, aren't aware of how involved they are with politics and all that. I guess I want to know, like, not just that, but, like, all the stuff. <laughs> like I said last time about TikTok or whatever. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this, even, like, the Princess Diana paparazzi pictures. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't exist if people right. didn't consume it. <sighs> right? So, like... Yeah. I guess it's just human nature and we can't stop that. But like, I don't know. Okay. There's, there's what we want and what's good for us. Mm -hmm. And don't you feel like as a human, that's always what you're battling every day. Like, I love when you say night, you is fighting like night guy. Always Night screws guy, morning guy. Screws over morning guy. Yeah. It feels similar. It feels something like that where yeah. they're, you know, and I, I talk with clients about this of like, it's like the, I want a hamburger versus I want a salad. Like instinctually, like we, it says eat that hamburger because you need like the, the most calories, the fastest that, yes. you know, but then- that's not what our wise mind wants. Our this, wise mind is like, I want this other thing that's more in the same way. I want to watch the documentary, but also the Kardashians. Yeah. You know? Why? This sounds it's, like it, it doesn't relate at all, but I just read this thing in the New Yorker about the like prom it was called the promises and perils of the penile implant. <gasps> and it was just about like that this innovation of the surgery of getting a penile implant and then like what it promises versus what it delivered and whatever. And all I kept thinking while I read it was like, the only reason you would even want one or why it's desirable or why breast implants are desirable, blah, 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 is because of like our evolutionary brain thinking certain things are better for fertility, yes. like that, we don't even know that's what right. drives we don't, it, and, and we're not even like what care about that. Like that's not even. What we just we, think it's yeah. hot or something. But the reason we think it's hot is because our animal mind yes. thinks certain things are better for like 
longevity, survival, right. have a breeding. Right. And yet we think we're so um, evolved and advanced, but it's all just animal stuff. Yeah. We're very um, reactive. Primitive. Yes. yes. Primitive. Yes. Primitive. That's the right word it's for it. It's embarrassing. Totally. But what you're describing is that we're like yeah. the the urge for sugar is yes. something from our, you know, gorilla or like animal instincts of survival. Yeah. But like we have, we don't need that anymore. We're not Yet. in a famine. Our brain does not know that. <laughs> right. So we're like, give me the Twinkies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently fighting. on a Lucky Charms kick. Oh, still. I told you about that. Yeah. Well, it was fine. I had the box. Eli was so nice. He's like, do you you need a box? I'm like, yes, I do. And then I went back to the grocery store and then they were on sale. So I had to stock up. Got it. And as my dad would say, if we keep saving money like this, we're going to go broke. (laughs) It's my favorite saying. I say that once a week. And I always say, as Susie's dad would say, to people who don't know you or your dad. And I just but like announce it to people. And well, as brain, Susie's dad would say, I'm saving money, but like yeah. you're spending it. It makes no sense. So much. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. Human behavior makes no sense because we're none at. Fighting. I was just having this conversation with people the other day about having more decisions versus having less decisions, and how we think we want more. And Eli was talking about this with. I think he was talking about like yes. uh, when he works with clients and how like they showing them all the designs and all the options, like it's too much. And I go, yeah, it's the cheesecake factory menu problem. Yes. Cheesecake factory menu versus prefix menu. Which one are you more satisfied with always? And I followed that up with everybody who goes, no, I'm fine with the cheesecake factory menu orders the same thing every time. Every time. So you're not the person I'm talking to. I'm talking to the person who panics and orders the random thing that they don't really want and then regrets it. She's talking to herself. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> is who she's talking to and she should just let me order for her and she doesn't that's my favorite thing order for me yes yeah. take it away take away the option yes our brain doesn't know what the fuck we want we are animals totally you're right but good talk yeah but it but it doesn't help because no. we're still going to do the same dumb shit totally okay so stop watching well you can watch it but just know what you're watching is what i'm saying like you can watch and also know that there's well. always there's always more to the story. There's yeah. always like, do you remember? I think it was called The Weight of Gold. It was a great documentary that came out a couple years ago about Olympians and what happens oh, after. Yeah, that sucked. And it was in response to the, I think it was a gymnast, yeah, who took his life, and it. Or I'll say died by suicide. And mm-hmm. it was really like so clear in seeing that, that like, well, Sarah said it right, which is that literally everything is choosing one thing over another, yeah. even when you don't think <gasps> you're choosing. Yeah. Right? right. So if you choose Ooh, I said this, that, that was good. That was yeah. Good. Like every single thing has a flip side that you're not doing. So if you save money, right, you're right. saving up for something, well, then you can't get what you want right now, but you'll get something later. Right. Or if you stay up late because it's so fun, but then you're tired in the morning. It's like every single thing in life is like oh, that. Oh, everything. So there is no like perfect answer. There's always like a downside. Mm-hmm. Same with personality traits. Mm-hmm. Like oh, maybe yeah. you're super fun, but then as I've learned, you can hurt people's feelings because you say something that was insensitive. I always say that the same thing that makes us really funny and ama- and able to come up with great stuff for the podcast can also make us really good at coming up with a hurtful thing to say in an argument. So I had to mm-hmm. learn how to like the same thing that makes me funny makes me like stabby and horrible. And so I had to learn to control that. There's no such thing as like all good yes a consequence yeah like it just comes like like you get this and nothing else i love working with clients to find out what the superpower is to the thing that they don't like you know like even the people who have like you know a worry mind like okay so you like come up with every single option you're probably very creative you're probably good at like 
Okay, like you're going to use this muscle, like you want it to, you're flexing it over here. Yeah, the flip side is that there is no such thing as like a totally negative choice. Right. There can be a good side. Yeah. To each thing. Yeah. Path of least resistance, blah, blah, blah. You get it. Okay, here's what I wanted to say. This is really just an aside. Okay, well, first I'll say there is one thing that has no downsides, and that's Lumi deodorant. None. Using it right now. And not <laughs> sinking. No because I have I have discovered I know a lot of you guys are rolling your eyes and you're saying, like, Sarah, you're damn near forty. I can't believe it took you this long to figure this out. You could put we'll deodorant on before you smell bad. And then it prevents you from smelling bad. She didn't know. Didn't know. I thought it was a you, like I get antiperspirant like Brock's the deodorant. This isn't that. This is different. <laughs> This is different. And that's why it's great because yeah. this is about you're putting it on, you're smelling good, you you can choose from all kinds of good scents. And then this is like aluminum free, skin safe. So like if you're sensitive, which a lot of people are, yeah. you don't have to worry about that. And can control your odor for up to 72 hours. And I will say as somebody who is super sensitive to everything and I have to get everything fragrance free... I have been able to use the kind that have scents. They do not affect yeah. me in the same way. I am so happy to be able to smell like something other than unscented. Right. You know? That's no fun. No fun. No. There's so many good scents. The Alpine whatever, like, that's delicious. Well, this is an interesting fact. This is what it says. So they, it says it's clinically proven to control odor better than a shower with soap alone. But then it says 12 hours after a shower, the average person has an odor of Level six out of ten. With Lumi, the average odor level is zero out of ten. I'm telling you, this is the preventative. I don't know why. It just stops it just stink. And stop stink. I am a stinky person. I am one of those Nothing people. Nothing wrong with that. I, I I I am the stinky one in the relationship, but not anymore. I have not gotten and and Eli will tell me. And I I'm thinking about it now. I'm like. It's been Hasn't a minute said since he's been like, because yeah. I've been good. And also they, toasted coconut, I mean, it smells so amazing. I love and it. And they summer. have a deal as a special offer for listeners. New customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code BRAINCANDY at LumiDeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E, by the way. And use code BRAINCANDY. I was thinking, Thanks. you know, because I'm about, this is going to air while I'm on my trip, but I was thinking yeah. about before I go on my trip doing a little like video of like what things are going in my carrier, like my and toiletry bag wipes. Yeah. For sure. Susie, yeah. all three. Right. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. You're set. Done. This is just like, um, I don't know if you'd call it a fun fact, but a fact. Yeah. Um, my sister sent me this thing just as like a funny thing that in Pittsburgh they were having, I don't know why nude bowling. Wait, what? At one of the local alleys, they were doing nude bowling. Okay, fine. To each their own, right? Mm -hmm. Here's what I took issue with, apart from the fact that I would never do that. There's like a balls innuendo (laughs) here that I'm like working around in my mind. I I haven't really... Right. Something about a strike, something about like hole in one. No, that's golf. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Gutter ball. We don't know. But... Here's what I took issue with. To me, it's like almost false to advertising because you can't get in unless like you're new. You're new? Like they're not like, you know how. No normies. Yeah. Like don't be, you can't just go in and look at all the they naked want, They people. don't want any looky loose. Okay. Got fine. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Fine. I get that. What I don't get is that they said the exception is that women can wear bottoms why is that like excluded from nudity? Because hmm. of the tam- like periods? Like what if you're on your period, you don't want the string hanging? I would say because of the raping, but... Uh... <laughs> right, the assault. <laughs> I would if, say like, that. Oh yeah, like panties really We're stop put a little cover there. Assault. Like, you know. I thought it was just because of the, if you're on your period, then the string. You, that's the embarrassing part. Do you let the string hang out? I don't know. Where else you put it? I just tuck it in. For what reason? Who's going to see it? Sometimes I don't like it sticking out. 
Of what? Your vagina? Like just hanging there. Oh, like if you pee and then it gets wet or something? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get it. But I don't make an effort. I'm and not I don't like... even wear tampons. I wear those little discs now. So or like the little cup. Oh, yeah, the so, cup. Yeah. I don't put in the effort. If it happens to be tucked, that's fine. I'm okay, not like that's making right. an We're effort. We're not like making an effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so you're saying they could tuck and that would solve the problem. So that can't yeah. be it? So that can't be it. I, I do feel like this is has something to do with there being more vulnerability around a woman being naked from the, the waist You're down probably right. than a man. I just do. I think it feels more vulnerable. And it's they're scary. like Yeah. And the and, and they see like boobs is like entry level nudity. That's why I don't think it's fair, because if the guys are like Able, they can't get in oh, if they're wearing they're bottoms. The peen. And the testes. And, yeah, yeah. You what, don't care. Be I funny love it. if they were like, "You're allowed to cover your dick, but not your balls." <laughs> right, it's the or same just thing. The balls. You're allowed to cover your vagina, but not your boobs. Like just <laughs> the things that hang. Like that would be very funny. Okay. No, I, in a weird way, I understand this. Like I, I know mm. that it's not equal, but come on. But it seems like if you like nude bowling, then you're just ready for anything anyway. Right. Like you're not, oh, but can I wear bottoms? I do think it's like what you're saying, like to prevent like the looky-loose, but also to make maybe, uh, maybe it's to up the number of female participants. Like Now you're there thinking like a That's marketer. It. Because that I'm coming it. there with my tits out. Sure. If I'm one of those free the nips girls. That is girl, such a good point. That's it. Because please- you put out nude bowling, I guarantee you the signups, male to female, is five to one. Because if you're like me and you have low vagina confidence, you keep an extra cover. But you think I'm not going nude bowling, but if you're like me and have put, high tit confidence, right? Check out these balls. <laughs> Seven pounders. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. Stick Sarah. your fingers in these. You're. Smart, because that is probably that's the it. real reason. Because they that's don't. That's the real reason. Otherwise, it's it about would just be men, doll, right? Because also bowling. If you just said we're having a bowling event, five to one, male to women, ten to one, men to women showing up. Yeah, yeah. New bowling, twelve to. I mean, come on, you're not making it better. You're not. Well, would you ever making consider it new going? Does not increase the number of females showing up. Yeah, you're right. Do you do you understand? They should make it free drinks for ladies too. Like they really need to yeah, sweeten the they pot need here. to they need to to, to yeah. like like come on. Because otherwise, free drinks it's going to be the gays. Like, like, why do you think they do ladies free before ten p.m. All that stuff, right? Come on, okay. come on. Would you ever go? Oh, yes. As a, a looky, well, now that I know I can keep my undies on, I know sure. I'm like, like actually, open top. Like, like that's we fine. Should do that. Uh, if only to see who else is there. The Venn diagram of nudists and bowlers. <laughs> right, right. It's like two different communities. It really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I wish we I, like, knew somebody that could report back, but the kind of people who I imagine as professional, but the body type of the professional bowler lines up with the body type of the nudist. It is so you know true, I mean. and also the gender, and it is not hot it's not women. women. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> it. Right. Oh, if God. you have been nude bowling, please reach out. You know, and let me know. For some reason, I am. I would be like, meh, for nude bowling. Nude lawn bowling, however, I'm yeah, in. Yeah, because you could get a tan or something. I'm in. I'm like, and I love like Tell the- Tell me why. There's something like, was lawn bowling a big thing? I don't even know what live? that is really. Oh. Is that bocce? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like bocce ball, but it's- In like the in, grass. Yeah. In Orange County, there are leet. Like, this was a big thing for like- hoity-toity old white people in beach communities. There were lawn bowling leagues. There were lawn bowling clubs. Lawn bowling, like, my friend's grandma has a license plate frame that says, like, I'd rather be lawn bowling. It's like a whole thing. They wear all white. It's like a uniform. It is hoity-toity. It's waspy as Yeah, there's no black lawn bowlers. For sure. Right, okay. Like, it's definitely like that. 
But you're thinking nude. I'm thinking nude. Might Oops. change it up a bit. Might like, like, you know. More welcoming. More welcoming. Except like we would definitely not be welcomed by the actual lawn bowling community. But I'm kind of into that. So Right, like the official sanctioned. Right. They're like, lawn- no, they we do not approve upon. of this event. Yeah. They're definitely going to be like, this is an unofficial, not sanctioned lawn bowling event. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm like, I think it's lawn bowling would be fun. Okay. There is, there is this clip that went viral. That's like a, a video that's often like a turn into a gif and get sent around. But it is, it, it's of this woman. And I think she's either bowling or she might be lawn bowling, but she's got like short haircut. She looks like she could be the, uh, uh, like work high school administration or something like that. She's got like a short, sassy haircut. She probably plays like women's softball on the weekends. I get it. She ha- she does this like bowling move. It's either bowling or lawn bowling, something like that. And it is like so perfect and like, you know, a basically a bowling equivalent of a hole-in-one. And then just like stone face like turns around and like... Suck it. Like, yeah. Right. And, and I mean, there... The only this thing missing attitude, is the nudity. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, this, uh, this, this video has captured my feelings and my attitude <laughs> and my like, like. Right. I can so see what you're well feeling. In mm-hmm. so many situations, I can't wait to post it along with this. Right. Yes. Yes. And I know people listening know who I'm talking about and are like, yeah, that woman's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's legendary. She's a legend fucking legend there was also this wall street journal article speaking of nudity and it was about this guy he's if i'm my notes are right he's 80 wow but he didn't i don't remember him looking 80 but, but his stick didn't look a day older than 50. yeah his <laughs> stick was youthful he's a, he was a former engineer but he is now a nude model like he goes to art classes and oh, poses okay 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 get it yeah, and they were doing like a profile of him. And typically, I'm thinking nude models are sort of like into the exhibitionism. Yeah. It, like, there's a kink to it. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw him and read about him, it didn't feel that way. And I wanted, my whole point was just to ask you do you think you could be this kind of guy and just enjoy the freedom yes. of it yes. without it being like... 100%. Really? Yeah, because I felt that way in the rope play class that I went to where it felt like there was such a... And I also feel that way anytime I go to a beach in Europe where it feels like an in... Like, I got to take my top off. Like, this feels like I'm... Why am I wearing? It feels well, silly then, that I'm wearing. What this. would no? Because the role play is designed for in a sexual environment. But it what it wasn't like it what it didn't feel you just love sexual. Ropes? It no, and it didn't even feel like that. It just felt like it would it, the equivalent of taking a shower with your clothes on. We were like, I should take off this layer. Why am I wearing this? Do you just mean being naked? And. It, because like, I'm saying being the point exposed. of taking the class, though, is for applying the le- like the skill to um, like a sexual thing. Yeah, that's. The but whole there was point. nothing about that that was sexual, though. Like, like it didn't feel like I wasn't like turned on in that way. But there was this feeling of like, I've uh, the only thing I could relate it to is like being on beaches in Europe. Well, but that and part you I get feel because like the you're point the weirdo of being there isn't sexual. Yeah. But oh, I the, see. taking a ropes class is because you want to apply it to something the, that could, no, yeah, yeah. You're not doing it for Boy Scouts. Right. Like art, like, right. you know, like put it, like doing right. that. But I, you're saying in the class, there was like a utility to it that. Yeah. A utility. That's a very good word. That's the perfect word for it. It's right. a utility to it that takes away the sexualization of it in a way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. No, this is how it was what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And like, I could see that. Right. So maybe like this guy was just like, no, I feel yeah. free. I love it. And so it's mm-hmm. helpful to these art students. Yeah. And so I'm just into it. But it's hard to imagine to a nor- like a normal yeah. human because 
especially in America, there's really only a couple times when you're naked. I'd be interested to know how nudity was discussed or modeled in his family growing up. Because I say, especially for an older guy, like that being very normal, like there was clearly no shame around it and no sexualization of it. Like, so I know for me, as somebody who has a history of sexual assault and sexual abuse and like child sexual abuse, there's a lot of like deeper meaning that I take. Like anytime anybody is naked or anything like that, like it, it feels like there's more, I don't know, connected to that. Mm-hmm. There's more like, not meaning, well, like but anyone that's ever been in a men's locker room, I have not, but I hear about it, how these old men just walk around with their long saggy balls hanging out and they think nothing of it. Maybe that is how it used to be too. That old, like that generation, you just like naked oh, around maybe. each other. More I see. Often. I see. I do not know. I did go to a Korean uh, health oh, yeah, spa. The, like, yeah, and, they are naked all the time. Oh, Why? And, and comfortably naked. Like yeah, you but almost do not like feel too like much. you feel so good about your body when you leave there. You're like, I bet. Yeah. This little extra. Yeah. Look at this little thing there. <sighs> Got it. No problem. This little pooch. Is that how it is in Asian culture though? They're just naked all the time. I mean, is it how it is in Korean spas? But then once they leave the spa, they go back to modesty. That's the part I, like code switching. Oh. I don't understand. Because they're known for like that sort of like very demure mm-hmm. vibe. I don't Is know what Japanese happens when they get Korean? in that spa. I don't know. I don't think there's. I yeah, think I, I think there's a lot of overlap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in Asian culture, it's mm-hmm. like sort of the yeah. vibe. And like how you're able to be with women and how you're able to be with men is so oh, okay. different. Apparently. That's crazy. That That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Cause I, yeah, huh? I can't relate, but it's I fascinating. Mean, Americans are so uncomfortable going to yeah. Korean it's all spots very and cultural. Like, Whoa, it's all out there, and they're like, yeah, who cares? Right. I don't care. And then when and you go we, get like a, a like the scrub, when you go to the Korean spot, and they scrub you, and they're just like in every orifice, like all folds of your body. They're like, don't even care what they're getting into, and because well, they're just like, in yeah, your body, to whatever. Being cultural, I feel like ours is dependent on whether you look good or not so if your balls are hanging or things are saggy and gross yeah we're like maybe put clothes on you know like mm. there's like but then that the we've like categorized like things as like people who are allowed we want to be naked and don't want to be attractive which is like fucked up right right yeah right that's what i'm used to yeah um, I'll do one last thing because i because our we had like a technical difficulty so i don't even know at what Time yeah, this could be the are. longest episode ever or, or the shortest. Just a quick one. We don't know. I think you're coming up at about the end. Yeah. yeah. The last thing I'll say is I read this thing about like sharks before and after Jaws. It's like, like sharks themselves or are like a- their reputation oh, culturally yeah. and how like before Jaws, like nobody really thought about them. They certainly didn't worry about them and Never. they definitely didn't study them. Like nobody even study sharks and then but here's the part that was not clear to me it said the cold war caused like them to invest the military to invest in something called shark chaser which was a shark repellent because they didn't want to be um in like the navy to be having to deal with interference from sharks. Oh, okay, which, okay. I see. The name, they're like... Like, what were sharks going to do, though? I don't know. Well, like, what were I they think worried a lot about? of It didn't the, say. If you're like a Navy SEAL and you're doing stuff underwater, that maybe... They didn't say a SEAL, though. They just said the military. That's weird. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm like, yeah. what are they? What were they thinking people would do? Hmm. Anyway, and, and then another thing I wasn't clear on, it said, by the 1960s, wariness of sharks started to, like make its way into civilian culture. Okay, why? I don't know why. And yeah. uh, I, shark... I would wonder the rise of beach activities. Yeah, it said shark scares would rattle the public and lead to a burst of media attention. 
Then there was a scare, like you're saying, at Coney Island. Yeah. And reported that the city police triggered several bursts of machine gun fire aimed into the water. Oh, come on. What are you doing? And then the alarm would often diminish quickly once performative measures like these were taken. Right. Okay, fine. But then it said after the film, then Fisher's attempted to get... The actual... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. (laughs) The actual, like, tagline was like, don't go in the water, wasn't it? Of what? Jaws. I never saw Jaws. What? (laughs) Susie, they make... It, so you're scared of putting your fucking toe in the water. Right. Like, wasn't just Steven Spielberg? Yes. Okay. Genius filmmaker. We know this. Like, that, like the whole yeah, thing effective. is designed to make you scared of something that you almost don't see until it's too late. Right. Which is, like, <sighs> there was a movie called The Haunting of Hill House that was in black and white. They remade it a million times, but it has one of the most terrifying scenes. Black and white cinema is all about like the idea of things being scary. So it was like this scene where a woman is sleeping in a room with another like another woman in like a bed on the other side of the room, and she wakes up and she's like, "Stop squeezing my hand! Stop squeezing my hand!" And she wakes up and like the other woman's on the other side of the room and nobody's squeezing her hand, but you just know from like what she's saying that like some ghost or like paranormal thing was like squeezing her hand and attacking Mm -hmm. her and it's like unseen but so terrifying Mm -hmm. and jaws was that moment in cinema history where we had just the right amount of like technology like like uh, animatronics and still this old-timey alfred hitchcock thing of using the fear of the unseen implicit yeah Yeah. And water and ocean that we're surrounded with that you can't see into the depths of and we can't see beyond. And it's always murky. We, please. That's a recipe for being terrified. Like, and yeah. the tagline is don't go in the water. Like, right. And now right. I love that there are a lot of like, um, around this time of year, a lot of drive-in movies or places that offer like, like lakes oh, like, will yeah. do They'll like Vintage show Jaws or something. in yeah. like you could see it at a drive-in like by a lake that will like project it and you'll be in like an inflatable in the lake as you watch Jaws. Well, that's terrifying. Oh, fun. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it was clearly a job well done. Wow. But then as a result, people would try to catch or kill or whatever sharks as trophies and so then we had like the problem of t- populations being affected, like overfishing the sharks. Yeah, and, like, I rem- that's even a thing at Universal Studios. You can go and pose next to the shark that they mm-hmm. have like hanging up. That's like the Jaws shark. Like so, you go on the Jaws ride at Universal Studios, and like the fake Jaws like pops right. out of the water, and everybody's then, scared. Like, the and then when you're done with the ride, there's the shark hanging. That you can fake shark that you can go stand next to. That was like a yeah. thing. Of like, but now all oh. these like species of sharks are threatened because we're so like scared of them and like it was just we have shark week now. We have what shark week now? Right. Like we created an entire like marketing industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we everybody knows what shark week is. Oh yeah, Discovery Channel is when we're going to talk about sharks. Yeah. Right. So that's not how it used to be is my point. That's right that or wrong. megafauna thing. Yeah. Where we have these certain animal species that like gain attention, but in right. almost the wrong ways. And it yeah. does worse than it does good for them in the, the promotion of the species. Usually right. when you think of the promotion of a species of an animal, it's to protect and better that species. But with these megafauna, it's often the like promotion. they're the enemy. It, yes. Yeah. Fucking killer whales. Ha ha ha! Jokes on you. They're fighting back. And guess what? I'm right. Team Orca. I hate that about you. I know, but I don't care. I mean, I've seen the memes, but <laughs> you can you can only be pro orca if you are a vegan. Oh shit! 
Because, like you said, not they're, fucking eat they're I don't know. sinking they, they taste the good? fishing right. boats. And I know you people eat fucking sushi and fish. Love it. I'll eat an anyway, I don't even care. We gotta go. This okay. is probably... <laughs> people are like, well, shut up. No, okay. they love this stuff. This is the candy. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for using our codes and subscribing and tolerating our nonsense. We love and you. just so you know, the tagline is you'll never go in the water again. And Which a lot I mean. of people didn't. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.